Blog Talk Radio. I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, everyone. Uh, are you waking up or living awake? I think so. If you're called into this program or listening uh, now or later in the archives, I do believe so. Welcome, subscribers, peeps that have been around for a long time, and new people, welcome as well. Great to connect with you. Glad you found us. If you're in the chat, that's great, and you just want to hang out there, um, perfect. But if you want to interact in the chat or ask questions in the chat, you need to register with BTR. Um, And if you would like a reading or to say hi or ask questions or anything like that, uh, you can call in at 347-539-5122 and press 1 on your keypad to get in the queue. Or if you're already in the queue and you're not just listening, maybe at work or doing your errands or in the car or wherever on the subway, I mean, you have so many people listening so many different ways, riding a bicycle or their motorcycle somewhere, um, press 1 on the keypad because if you don't press 1, then I don't know that you want to get on air. <clears throat> Although sometimes I do check. Anyway, again, number 347-539-5122. Press 1 on your keypad to get in the queue to get a question answered or reading. We've got quite a bit of callers uh, calling in in the queue, so I will definitely be uh, getting to you, and also stick around for our second half of the program where we have our awakening dialogue. Uh, we have Robert, uh, Robin Spisman on, who's going to be talking about her recent book, Loving Out Loud, The Power of Kind Words. Of a kind word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, in the chat. Good to see everyone. Please let me know how my sound is. I so appreciate it. Um, and again, that is, hang on the line. Wait. Those of you that are in the queue, I will be getting to questions, comments, and do readings if you like. I also want to let everyone know to connect with me on soulplayground.life um, and also on my YouTube channel, Soul Insights with Michelle Mache. And I've been doing monthly readings using the lens of astrology. So you want to check your sun, moon, rising, and for relationships, Venus, what your Venus is in. Or if you're interested in a person, what their Venus is in. Um, and I also am doing weekly um, soul insights where I'm tuning into the energies. And it's just so powerful. I mean, it reminds me just for fun when I used to do readings in chat rooms. I don't know if any of you remember chat rooms, but I didn't do it a lot. I just did it a few times um, with a friend of mine who was starting a 
had a startup company, which is actually doing quite well. And so he was all into an early adapter into technology. And since I was around, I jumped in as well. And always, I've always loved technology. So I've got a high focused. Um, oh, Gail, if, yeah, if you, um, if you don't have sound in the chat, refresh. If that doesn't work, re, uh, reboot your browser. Okay. So I did talk about this. So I'm not going to. I'm going to get to callers pretty quickly. But I did want to touch in on the energies of the week, um, as I usually do. But I, but if you want more details, you can go to my Soul Insights with Michelle Mache YouTube channel and just listen. Um, there. So I'm wondering how many of you are feeling this intense, this shift in energy. There's an intensification of energy, but it's quite a different energy than what we've been used to. And we've been getting little oh, hints of it. Um, in fact, due to this and because the, this, this winter solstice is on a Saturday, I'm actually doing a tele-workshop um, on connecting with the codes. There are certain codes, key codes, um, that are being how do we, decoded, that are being uh, decoded, uploaded for certain people, if you know of it, that helps you manifest what is missing, what's the missing component in your life. And we're really being supported with this right now. i got to tell you, there's a huge... So there are sequences of tones, and it's kind of, so the teleworkshop is going to be connecting to the quantum field for healing, insights, and abundance. And it's really connecting into the astral and into the etheric to see what is waiting to be manifested, what's waiting to be downloaded, what's waiting to be connected to for you, um, and how do you do that? You know, how, how do you do that, letting kind of that you're ready, you know, like I'm ready for this. Um, so this, these frequencies activate your own next level of healing, information, direction, and your soul's next level of expression. So we're going to be connecting into the crystalline grid. And I've done this before a lot in person. I've done this a lot individually, and I just got the message. I just did a quantum leap in my own inner work and my soul path. And I got the message to really help people with their soul drive, really having um, – your messages, insights, and direction come from your soul drive. And I'm going to be talking a lot more about this on this podcast, um, obviously my personal readings and teleworkshops, but also on my YouTube channel so that it gets more broadly broadcast. Because, and Athena in the chat is saying, I can feel it and I get little messages. Yeah, so... We really, and I talked about this a couple of years ago, that the next year and a half, which was in it, you know, last year and this year, um, that it would be very difficult to get things done or do things from a more ego, even if it's something nice from an ego perspective, because you just may be done. And I talked about this on my blog, uh, soulplayground.life, timeline jumping, okay? So when one timeline in the event even if there, something's meant to happen, it's like you can skip to the next level. There's a lot of exponential leaps. There's a lot of, you know, people that have been held back, a lot of obstacles, 
a lot of plodding, plodding, plodding along or feeling obstructed or things aren't really moving or happening or a lot of deep or inner work where you're doing a lot internally, you know, mentally, emotionally, you're doing a lot of spiritual work and, but it's not showing it on the material plane. And so one of the reasons is, is because in the new paradigm, and you're going to really, you'll see some of this next year, 2020, 2021, but you're really going to see it 2023 and on when both Saturn and Pluto are in Aquarius, if we want to look through an astrological lens. So in other words, some things are done, they're finished. I mean, have you ever gone to the restaurant, the, you know, the waiter or waitress taking your, your food, you know, we're closing, you know, last call, you know, whatever, <laughs> time to go. Um, so that's kind of what's happening, but, but just know whatever you think you haven't completed or you, it's done, it's, you have completed it. A, a different version, a version that is set more in the energies of the new paradigm is being um, created or co-created. And again, by God, the all that is, the infinite, the innate intelligence of the universe, and that aspect of you, of all of us, that is the innate intelligence of the universe. So we're kind of, it's getting done to us, for us, but we're doing it to us, right? It's, it's, it's both. So I will be doing a YouTube, I already recorded it, video, which I will probably, I'll um, upload and, you know, uh, publish it the week of the uh, solstice. So it's a very powerful solstice. Solstices are always very powerful to me, especially um, whatever side of the equator you are in. Um, I feel the winter is always very powerful because there's always this deep going within, um, as well as spring equinox and then um, summer solstice. And the, well, all of them, autumnal as, as well. But I don't know, the summer and the winter and the spring seem to be very powerful. Usually the autumnal, there's a lot of leftover energy from the summer months. So get on ready. You're not going crazy. You didn't do anything wrong. That's what I want to say. It's not that you did anything wrong. If you find yourself in these repeating loops, because here's the deal, you guys. And I've so been seeing this in my own life I'm with myself, my clients, people that call in. And I'm definitely seeing as I'm tuning into the soul wave collective and the, and the, the subsequent soul groups that I'm tuning in for on YouTube that reincarnate in a pattern. Everything's a pattern. Everything's a fractal, right? Everything, you know, the code. You're talking about codes. We're getting out of the binary, okay? We even see it with gender. I, I saw, heard something today. Somebody, I don't remember who it is, some actor, but I'm not identifying in the binary way. So, and we have all kinds of non-binary ways of being in other species, in other forms. So whatever that third element or third blend, it doesn't just have to be sex. I mean, one way that it's coming through right now is through sexual, you know, orientation or identification, I guess is a better way to put it. But as we get more in the Aquarian age, things are much more innovative, much more um, ambiguous. Uh, it's, it's connecting more to the soul, which is, which is genderless or all genders, or all ways of experiencing and expressing. And your soul is perfect. It's the totality. It's just how much you're able to download here. And we weren't able to download 
as much here because of the game, okay? It was a game to not do so much. I mean, to keep it simple. You know, it was just a different game. So now that the game's changing, we're going to be coming on full on force, more spirit, spiritual energy, more insight, intuition, telepathy, more remote viewing, more more seeing something on the etheric plane and drawing it in, you know. So because we're coming in the new paradigm, it's more about unity, consciousness, oneness, and the truth that the awareness and living from this awareness that we're not separate or separated from each other or our source or the source, the God, the all that is, or an aspect of it. And see, in the old paradigm, it, it was about separation, feeling separate. Now, we're separated out, but again, it's like, you know, like we could, our fingers, we can hold up our hand. Yes, my thumb is separated out, but it's definitely connected to my hand, you know. Um, what's the Christabel's Gretna, not love, love, energies. I had Christmas show up in my dream last week, and the love energy I felt lasted for days. Oh, wow. Yeah. Krishna, the taking. Well, but see, all that I'm talking about is basically love. Everything on the planet is an aspect or an experience of, of love in various forms. So we can learn by what something isn't. We can learn by hardship. You know, even somebody, I mean, even the worst, you know, offenders, serial killers or whatever, they're trying to get some kind of love. <laughs> it's demented, yes, but they're trying to get some kind of connection, you know, cannibalism, whatever. You, you, you could go from the most, you know, loving, kind words and massaging someone's back or shoulders or baking cookies, hugging someone, sex, to the most weirdest. So I think uh, Gerard, Gerard Jampowski, Dr. Jampowski said it perfectly. Everything is either an expression of love or a cry for love. And so once we start getting that and we see the distortion, some things are just more distorted. So in the new paradigm, we're clearing up some of the distortions You can say God evolving as all of us, the all that is, evolving as all of us, the living questions and answers that we are and every, you know, animate and inanimate object uh, is playing out. Learned by this other way and grew. And now that's, not only did it get boring, it reached its max. Because if we went further with that train of thought and experience, we would become extinct. And we're not meant to become extinct. There's not some kind of big cataclysmic thing that's pushing us out. You know, we are infinite. And we may change different shapes and forms, different ways of living, different experiences or expressions. But the all that is, you know, in a sense, subsumes itself or consumes itself. And then it's that recapitulation, the energy gets recapitulated, right? It's an alchemical process. And then it comes out in a different form. So we all are recreating the form that we are and how we relate to each other and all of nature. All It's all being recreated to be seen more as a living embodiment of the all that is. And so it's just going to be a much different game because imagine if this, how I'm speaking in this awareness, is, is it may not be, totally in the mainstream, but that's where it's going and it's getting in schools and, you know, more people are doing yoga, children are doing mindfulness or meditation, they're going within. So the 
the resonant fields now, or as Rupert Schalkert calls it, the morphogenic fields, the quantum fields that we are, are having more of us, the truth of us, but more of the totality of us, more of us full spectrum. And therefore, our gifts, our way of living is able to open up more, is becoming a different way of living. And so you're going to see a lot of this this month and into all of 2020, but you're really going to see the huge directional changes, redirection of energy. And a lot of times it comes from being blocked or obstacles, breakdowns, emotional shifting, where you just have to surrender something. You just think, I can't do it anymore. I can't go further. I just can't. This is too difficult. You know, I just can't do it. And then you'll see that breakthrough. And what is it? It is you, more spirit, more light energy, the soul breaking through. So that it's shaking off the ego, the ego that's like trying to plan. You still have to do some of that. That's still in the game. But it's like shaking it off, right? It's shaking it off. It's like transplanting a plant. And you got to shake it off a little bit because you can't plant it with the new dirt with all the dirt clumped together, right? You know how that has, so you got to shake a little bit of it off, but you don't want to shake too much off because you want the roots to have some of the old soil, right? The old foundation so that, you know, there's an acclimation time, an acclimation period. So there's a lot right now about acclimation, redirecting the energy, being redirected, feeling confused, lost, I believe Neptune has actually also gone direct. And again, it depends on the house placement. But I can definitely see how we incarnate in these wheels of light or spirals of light, these, you know, uh, geodesic domes, right? The, The Merkaba that we are, the light body, it radiates out into this matrix, this design. And this design takes a shape and a form and has a name. We call it a name. You know, hey, I'm Michelle. I'm the Macaba called Michelle. And, you know, the tone and the frequency. And so we're coming into that awareness so that we're making our decisions more by resonance and coherence, more by feeling. I was having a conversation with a friend of mine this morning and she was talking about feeling, and I said, well, yeah. She goes, yeah, I keep asking myself, I don't know why, like, how do I want to feel? Well, she'd done some work with me. She's also a client. And I had suggested to her, focus on how you want to feel. That's going to show you where to go or what to do. And why is that? Because feeling is a stronger vibrational pull, like thought. Like thought without feeling does, it isn't passion or isn't desire, doesn't get us anywhere. It's just thought. It is inert. But when we put the energy to it, the energy in motion, we put the emotions in it, things get activated, things get done. So the soul recognizes what's right for it, just like the body does, by feeling. And feeling is a component of feeling and sensing is intuition. So the more that we go by what's coherent for us, what's a re- more resonant, there's always going to be some dissonance, uh, you know, otherwise we wouldn't. We would, as is, we would just go back into the universe when, when there's complete union, you know, a little union or is peace and calm is called in, in Sanskrit is samadhi, but total union is sam, samadhi, which is death of the body, when everything comes together. 
energetically. So it's like the, the bigger, the big orgasm, boom, you're, you're gone. You're into the all that is. So look for how are you feeling? What are you feeling? How do you want to feel? You know, why are you being drawn to something? Check on the feelings. Um, and then check out my YouTube. Subscribe as well. Leave your comments. Share what you're going through. I love to hear it and how it resonates for you. And let us get to callers. Let's try the first caller here. Hello and welcome to the program. You're on air. Yes, hello. Hello. What's your Hi. What's your name? Hi. My name is Susan. <clears throat> hey, Susan. And what's your question? Yes, I'm wondering if you see me uh, finding a new job soon. Okay. What do I hear April, May? Have you been out of work for a while? No, I, I'm working. I just need to oh, do something working. else. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, then that's why. Because I'm getting April, May. Yeah. Okay. The first thing that I heard. And, and here's the thing. You bring up a good point, Susan. You're looking for a job. A lot of things are not happening for many people until, and then I know things are crunchy, um, until after mid, mid-January. And then March, April, there's another energetic change. Uh, so you might be feeling held back or maybe not even knowing what you want to go for or, you know, if you haven't been hearing things. It's because what, what you're going to draw in is going to be more in alignment. So I heard April, May. That was the first thing that I heard. Okay. So I will go with that. All right, Susan, thanks for calling awesome. in. Thank you. You're so welcome. Got another one. Hello and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi, I'm Michelle. Hello. Hi. Uh, this is Diane, and I have a question for you. Do you see me traveling in January? Hmm. Is it more mid? You know, I hear yes, but then I also saw the word. I also saw February. So, are you not? Uh, exact in your plans? Yeah, exactly. I'm not too sure where yeah. I want to go, and I'm not too sure, yeah, exactly where to go. Yeah. But so I also, don't know. It's up to you. It's it's not like a big soul destiny issue, but it feels like you're way, and now you just confirmed it. You're not sure. So it it may be more um, February, and I don't know. I feel like there's a there's a short trip, a little trip around you. And then at a later date, there's a longer trip. And I, I either feel you're meeting someone or you're going with someone. There, there, there's something about maybe timing. Does that make sense? Oh. Um, so a shorter trip would make sense because uh, I guess, well, are you, Christmas is coming soon, but um, my birthday is the last oh, week in you're January. Going for, yeah. Okay, that's so why that's why your energy like. shifts. Okay. Well, so the shorter trip I'm for sure seeing. And then the other one is you seem up in the air about it psychically. That's what I get. And if I, and I'm leaning, I heard more February and if you do January, it's going to be towards the end, but I feel it's because you're not sure yet. The, the short one I see for sure. The, the longer one, it's like you're up in the air. Mm-hmm. If you could get a good flight or something, like let's say mid January, you're, you're, Oh, I'm not going to go. And then maybe the 20th you go, Oh, you know what, I can't, I'm going to go, this flight, I can't, you know what I'm saying? 
So it's a last yeah. minute thing. And it's again, it's not a destiny issue or a soul. It's 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 definitely in your own um, free will choice. It's leaning like it's more February. You know, it's actually leaning more February, and it shows like maybe the finances are better then. Um, but that's what I'm getting. All right, sweetie, thanks for calling in. Thank you, thank you. Bye. You're so welcome. Bye bye. Hello, and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. You're on Awakenings with Michelle Machet. Hello. Who am I speaking with? Hi. Oh, hi. This is Silvana. Silvana. Hi, Silvana. Silvana, hi. How are you? Uh, very nice to speak with you. You know, I actually remember you when you were modeling and acting. And I something oh. popped into my head just wondering, like, gee, I never really saw that person much anymore on TV. And here I am years and years later, and I, I'm actually getting a chance to speak with you. So, oh, my just, God, uh, I love it. I a love lot it. of synchronicity there. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, it's, it's Silvana? Serana. 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 So it's Serana, yeah. Um, but my question is that I have um, I have had in the past lots of experiences. I'm an empath with, uh, you know, precognitive mm-hmm. abilities, just a lot of things that overwhelmed me a lot as a child. Um, I've shut mm-hmm. them down for the most part, um, but where I've, like, kind of always felt like I was awake, now I actually have community. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm looking to yeah. kind of read. To, to kind of to start that again and to, to start like what I used to call when I was in my 20s, I used to call it giving gifts, but I really do. I mm-hmm. want to start like if, if I get a message from spirit, which I didn't know that's what it was, but if I get a mm-hmm. message, then I'd like to be able to pass it on. And those were, those were good things. And I have a good living and I, you know, I'm working with babies. I know it's, I'm blessed, but I, I know there's more mm-hmm. that I could be doing to be of service. Would you? What could you recommend um, at, at trying to do things like that, or trying to kind of reawaken my um, the ability well, of the things that, that I used to be able yeah. to do effortlessly? Yeah, I think what I was talking about too with the codes, because our gifts and things open up, and sometimes like I was born psychic, so even when I was modeling and acting, I was always studying, and then I was actually doing readings and healings on people and stuff. So I do feel like there's an opening, a reawakening for you. You're calling it that. I also feel like it's something that, like, your code, it's the timing right now, that somehow you're going to be blending what you're doing now with your gifts opening up, okay? So obviously, you know, podcasts like this, a Facebook, we've got our Awakenings community. You know, as much as you can get in a community and also start speaking your insights or what you're experiencing or feeling, helps to strengthen because what I do feel around you psychically it's a, it's it's about strengthening that part of you or the channel the the route to the higher self to get to get the messages and to be the mm-hmm. intuition right mm-hmm. so teleworkshop with which I do you can go to my soulplayground.life there's resources there meditation um like that I have meditation, a yeah what do you do I have established a meditation routine. I actually fell into uh, a, a shamanic journey uh, last week that was kind of blew my mind. And I, I have a friend who is practicing uh, practicing shaman, and you know he kind of helped me with with guidance. 
but I hate to overwhelm him <laughs> with everything yeah. that he's got well, on his plate. One of plate. the things he's that just, I'm going to yeah. suggest is an, yeah, is an alignment or attunement meditation because it teaches you how to extend through the subtle energy, the subtle bodies, and connect to the higher aspect or expanded consciousness. or the high, it, it teaches you to connect to the higher self. And An alignment this is where or attunement. Channeling. Okay. Yeah, I do. Okay. You, there's a there's there's um on my YouTube channel there's a free one that you can listen to. I don't know if you can download on YouTube, or again you can go to my website or it's on or you can get it on iTunes or whatever. It's ninety nine cents. Okay. It's one twenty nine. Or you can go to the YouTube. See, one of the things that's really important, especially in the new paradigm, and we had um, a physicist on. Uh, Dr. Maynard that talked about this is connecting to the subtle energy to learn how to morph into that energy and to expand to get your answers. Okay, so that you're because if you're just doing psychic, then you're still coming through your own mind. I mean, the more that you can extend or expand into the highest aspect or version of you, the highest consciousness, the clearer your um, answers and what you know you know, it's going to come through and then you can work with guides. A lot of other stuff can happen. So I just feel for you, it's like, it's, it's just some of the things that I'm sharing with you now. It's integrating that in a, on a continual basis, as well as, you know, to get in a habit, it's like, like working out, you know, working a muscle or working out, mm-hmm. asking a question, what do I need to know this? And then asking for like three to five confirmations or three confirmations and then jotting it down. Cause I feel with you, it, it's, it's about getting familiar with that part of you that was kind of scary. So yeah. it's like second nature. You know it's you. Yeah, it's it for sure scary. you. And yeah, and you can just attune to it and attune to it. But it's almost like a good friend. You have to meet over time, over tea or coffee. You have to meet and chat. And so I feel for you, it's meeting this part of you daily, you know, minimum once a day, twice a day. Asking for the signs, like saying, okay, what should I do or what's right action? Um, or what I even do sometimes when I have multiple things I can be doing, I just, I'll just kind of walk. I'll get into like a walk in a circle or walk around my house or I walk, and I just pause then. I do some breath work and I just extend my awareness and then whatever comes through, like to go first. So really it's about integrating this more in your everyday living then it's not going to feel so scary and it's going to be much more consistent for you. Because one of the things I feel right now psychically is one thing that it feels scary, but it's not as consistent. It's hit or miss because it just right. needs a little bit of guidance and practice. You just need some practice. It's, is what it's I'm hearing. only been the thing that I have run into that I weren't, was not expecting that, that turned out to be scary on, on the everyday basis before I was just like, I can't handle it anymore. It was really more right. like helping people it was helping me through my day. Um, but it mm. was just, just those few scary interactions that I was like, no, no, thank you. And I didn't know how to shield and I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to do ground. I didn't know how to do any of that. Um, I don't know how that, yeah. I don't know how that child made it through. <laughs> yeah. We'd, but well, here's um, the thing yeah. too, because I, studied so much and I came from like old school like shielding or putting white light we really don't have to do that I mean I even did depossession work with people that were possessed and mm-hmm. I just stopped doing because one of my teachers he used to do it as well 
and he said, you know, the thing is you, you can't have the belief system. So it's all about vibrational frequency is what we attract. You know, like in other words, if I'm smiling and I feel and, and I'll go outside, everywhere I go, everybody's smiling at me, you know. Um, but, okay. it, but even if you're not smiling, but you mostly are a smile person, you're still going to get that or the, or the, you know, the frown isn't going to affect you. You know what I'm saying? So that's what you're going to learn. I feel Serana, you're going to learn that it's like whatever you're believing, you're, you know, you're going to get an expand your vibrational frequency, raise it. So you have lower, less of the lower level expression, less of the lower level, um, because if something is scary or whatever, you know, it's just like, well, you have the power. You're, 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 you know, open spiritually through the subtle energy. You know, you're connecting psychically, but you also are in a physical body. So, you know, that's still caution, yes, and awareness, because as you open more and become a portal, um, you know, other things can come through, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but you can also, yeah, I mean, you can I mean, also you shoot them out. Yeah, I just, yeah, I just, okay. Want it, it, like any more attachments, and I, I just, it, I, it took me a long time to realize that that's what it was, and um, just by going to the, this person that I was telling you about, the shaman, he was able to, just with a, a, a sound meditation, was able to release so much that I, I started yeah. to feel like the old me that used to be able to oh, do these things, you know, on a whim, uh, kind of. So it was it was very uh, eye-opening over the summer. And that's been nonstop learning and listening. And, you know, that's how I discovered you, et cetera. Oh, I love it. Oh, well, I'm so glad you called in. Uh, what a Thank surprise. You. And I'm really happy for you on your path, this opening that you're having, this further awakening. You. You're awakening very further. Much. Really exciting. All right, Serana, thanks for calling in and uh, be in touch. Thank you. You have a great day. You too. Hello and welcome Hello. to Awakening on Air. Hello. Hi, my name Hi, my name is Jamel from Chicago. Hey, Jamel. Welcome. Hey, how you doing? Thank you. Um, I was just calling to see what you got um what you see coming up for me in the new year. Well, that's a big question. That's like a private reading. So well, in the love yeah. department. <laughs> okay, in the love department. Okay. It seems like January, February, you've got people from your past coming back around you, or you're going to be thinking about them a lot. What went wrong? What happened? What are they doing? There's a lot of curiosity. So you're going to be doing like a little mini life review. Also, what worked? What didn't work? What do you want now? I definitely feel in 2020 there is a strong relationship around you. Um, I don't know. I feel like you're going to date or go out or you, or you may reconnect with some people in the first half of the year. Um yeah, they're showing somebody new or somebody old, somebody from the past. Then it's showing choices. Um, what you thought you wanted. That's what I thought. Yeah. I get, I don't know. There's like February, March. There seems to be, I feel like past. I feel past energy or someone reminds you of your past. Have you been thinking about someone that you were with before? Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so either they come back around or somebody that reminds you. Um, okay. You really want closure is what I'm hearing. Or you, or you, or you want closure or, or can we do this again or go to the next level? And I see mm-hmm. you kind of dealing with this person, but then I feel that there could be somebody else coming around the summer months. Uh, that, so you might try it again or just reach out or communicate because it's, it, it's, I feel like it's not done. It's like hanging, does this make sense? It's like hanging in midair. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you're going to want some kind of closure, completion, which I do feel is going to happen. And then I do see, like I said, definitely this year there's a relationship, and I'm getting more of the, the summer months. Um, in fact, I feel a lot of compatibility. I feel like you guys could travel, like short-term, short travel trips around wherever you live, like the outer area of where you live. I don't know if it's, um, you know, other states. Uh, mm-hmm. I see you biking or on a bike path. Is, this per, was the other person physically active? Yeah. Yeah, she rides oh, okay. her bike and bike paths. Is, oh, because yeah, I keep on seeing you on the bike path with somebody. <laughs> so, you okay. know, either she comes back around, you guys get back together with somebody similar to her because I see you guys very active, you know, okay. uh, along the river or lake or whatever, the, the lake, the bike mm-hmm. path. I definitely see you in the summer fun, riding your bike, going to get some food, listening to music, but very active, very physically active. So, yeah, there's okay. definitely um, the relationship this year. Okay, good. All right, Tamal, thanks cool. for calling in. Thanks. Yeah. You're welcome. I love it when I can see that clearly. Jamal, I see you on the bike path with her. <laughs> Great. Okay, let's get to the next caller. Hello and welcome to Awakening. You're on air. Hello. Hello, hello. Michelle. Hello. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Hi. I'm here. Uh, Who is this? I was. This is Megan. Hi, Megan. Megan. Hi. Um. So I was calling because calling in because I was wondering what you see for me as far as money goes. Um. Before the end of this year, I know it's only a month, but um. Or early next year because um. I took some time off work, and I'm just wondering, like, what's coming in for me, if I need to be looking for another job or, like, what, you know, because I don't really want to. <laughs> I really right. want to, you know, work for myself 100%. I want to work for myself, but um, I'm just wondering what I need to do if I need to start looking for a job or if money's coming in. Well, you're self-generating the income, right? Yes. You're self um, it seems like it's going to take a while longer, but I do feel like you are going to work for yourself, and maybe there's even contracts. Or Are you working one-on-one with someone? No, I'm not working so with contracts. anybody right now. Oh, so ha- what are you doing? Because it shows some kind of contract. I-, I feel like there's some kind of shift in the Aquarius time. Um, you're not working oh, that now? February? I'm yeah, not working now, no. No, but I have, I have okay. like, a stream of, you know, I, I don't have a stream of, I have savings, but I'm, you know, that's dwindling down, and so I'm just wondering what I should do next, you know, if I should find a job to bring in the income, or if I should just, you know, wait a little bit because something's coming in. 
when he's coming in. No, I feel like you're, I see you working. Okay. Are you, are you trying to invest? Yeah, I'm seeing work, but I, I, but I feel like it's something you're doing on your own. Yeah, it's so funny you because to... I, I do. I, I'm trying to start my own business, but I need the money. I need the funding. And so that's what I'm, I'm trying to get at the moment. Um, because I don't have enough yet to, to open up my, my business. And um, so that's what I'm waiting for. But I've just, you know, for as, as far as like passive income or just like paying bills and stuff, I don't know what I should do next. Okay. I should just and wait on the funding. Waiting. Okay, what is, the, what, is your, what is your business? It's what it's going to be to just be, you know, to sum it up is it's going to be a center for children. It's going to be like a holistic center. So I'm going to be like renting a brick and mortar. It's been a long time coming oh, I, to this whole idea. It's not oh, just, I definitely see you, doing, you know, something I Yeah, I definitely, I definitely see you doing something before that. But I feel like there's something with contracts. So I, I don't know if it's a loan or you get um, a grant, something. There is something with coming up with about a, con, you know, legal dealings, contracts. Um, Maybe like an investor because that's really what I'm, I'm looking for. It could be that too, where somebody is because mm-hmm. it shows money around it. It shows legal dealings, signing a con, some kind of contract. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah, but I've seen that a lot of working one on one. I don't know unless you're just meeting with different people to have to invest or interviewing someone. Because I am seeing. Are you going to have and you're working? What are the kids going to do there? What is the well, I'm going to have, like, instructors, you know, holistic instructors, mm-hmm. so yoga, meditation, you know, that's just the start of it. It's mm-hmm. going to be a lot deeper than that, um, but mm-hmm. that's just, in general, what it's going to be, yeah, the kids are going to be doing. Okay. Stuff like that, and it's, like, after school? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, after school programs and, you know, during the summer, stuff like that. Um, but not daycare. Okay. Like that's definitely not what it's about. I'm trying to make sure that <laughs> people know that when I go into yeah. it. Yeah. Um, have you okay, been doing? So, have you been doing this? Before? Yeah, I see. I feel like there's something in, before you do that. I feel like there's something in between. Let me get what Sarah so, was trying to say. Okay. There, there seems to be something in between that helps something you short-lived ground. Yeah, something that helps you know more or there's connections um, or you may, I don't know, maybe you're working with kids in school or something. I don't know. Did you tutor kids or there's something one-on-one. I don't know what that is. I can see someone sitting in front of you and or they are. No. Okay. Yeah, I haven't worked with kids like one-on-one. I'm not a teacher or anything. You're not a teacher. I mean, it could be that because I am going to be interviewing teachers. I mean, not oh, maybe that's kids, it. Maybe you're day, starting to I'm, in kids or interviewing the teachers. Maybe that's what it is. Because I see you sitting down and and I see somebody in front of you and they're filling out stuff and you're asking them questions. You you have it all like laid out. Um, yeah. So Definitely you may be just doing, doing more research. Yeah, you may be just doing some different research. 
and then um, working in the field or something. I, I feel like there's – and maybe you're asking people what they want. I don't know. But it feels like there's some there's – some, you have a couple steps. It's going to become clear, I would say, around the end of January, February, and probably the the um, the help will be there, right? Yes, yeah, that's what I'm I'm hoping for. Is you know before summertime, I want to get like the ball rolling, and I mean I have most of it is already done. All I need is the funding, really, and interviewing more teachers mm-hmm. and, and things like that. But most of it is, is done as far as like the business, you know, plan side of it and stuff. And, um, okay. So, so, but, so I don't have to worry about my income then like paying bills and all that. That's really what I'm wondering. Well, no, you do. That That's something? what I said. I feel you, I, I feel you need to do something in between. Yeah. I, Cause I feel it's going to either okay. take a lot more money and time, uh, there's something you're missing. Yes. And and maybe it's that you do the center within another center, or you come in once. A week. There's some step you're missing mm. to kind of get the lay of the land of what people need, what the kids, you know, like you have your program, but I almost feel like it needs something else with it. It's not yet standalone. Right. Um, yeah, definitely like need collaborations. Yeah, like collaborate, collabing but, with other people, and but the yeah, but the thing is, you'll have an easier time of getting that if you start it someplace else. You know, it's like when I taught at Agape. You know, I taught all over the world. I've done workshops until all over the world, retreats. But when I taught at Agape Spiritual Center, it was my they. You know, I taught I did the meditation uh, curriculum based on my book. I taught metaphysical classes. So that really anchored me in the community, and I met a lot of people, and I also got the lay of the land of what was needed. So I feel like there's something, there's a step that you need that's going to not only anchor it, but you're going to meet the right people, and also they'll know you as being in the field. Does that make sense? Yes, that totally makes sense. So do I need to be actively looking for that, or is it going to come to me? I would. No, I would, but I think it, I think you're going to do do start that, but maybe at the earliest of mid January. I think you're going to fussy around more with what you're doing, and then something hits you, or maybe somebody talks to you or tells you, um, you know, it could be like doing a program at, at a school or YMCA. You know, it's something. I I, I see you going into some other. You know, you may even get a partner is what I'm hearing. You know, there might be somebody else that has yeah. a similar idea or they can be more the business end. Because right now yes, you're trying to do I it need. all on your own. Yeah, you see, it's too much, right? You're not going to be able to do it all on mm-hmm. your own. This is a big undertaking. So Spirit yes, wants you I to know. do it, your higher self, your guide, but they yes. want you to take a little more practical approach. Not practical like don't dream big, but just cut the right. steps down a little bit. Right. Okay. I see. That makes sense. Okay. So basically I'm just looking for people who have a similar idea and just getting out there and speaking to people and, and hopefully there'll be like an opportunity that'll come. Well, I think that, yes, that, but I also feel that you're going to research the opportunity, you know, maybe it's working at a school or a daycare or taking your program 
and bringing it to another facility, you know, uh, right. offering, okay. you know. So, yeah, because yeah. you need to meet, you need to get in the energy field of what it is you want to do and meet the I people know. that are already, yeah, in there, right? Right, right. So there's more resonance. Exactly, and, yeah. yeah, and so you can get, yeah, so that you can get not only a resonance, but you can get the direction and the, the connections are there. You know, it's like musicians right. hanging out where other musicians hang out. You know, you've got to start yeah. doing that. Yeah. And that's, that's, yeah. What I, that's really what I was calling An artist. Like, I don't want to go into, right, because I don't want to go into some menial job. Like I, this time in my life, I want to go into something that's like connected to my soul and not something menial that I'm just doing to pay the bills. Like yeah, I really want it to be here, connected. Like, reframe that. Mm-hmm. You're, yeah, reframe that, though, because you're not your job. And so very often a transitional job is just that, whether it's menial or whatever. Um, That's true. Yeah. Right. It doesn't matter. If you're working on your dream and your vision, you never know who you're going to meet. Right. You know? uh, so I remember true. years ago when I, I, I had, and I had a lot of money because I was modeling and acting, but I did not want to get into my savings. <laughs> and so I came back, when I came back from Europe, um, I got a little, because I thought I could do two days a week, I got a little job at some, like, I don't know, a little boutique, a designer boutique. And it was only until this good friend of mine, he was, and I went to hypnotherapy school, I, you know, I retrained, but I was doing reading. And my, my boyfriend at the time was like, he's like, Michelle, you make more money in an hour than you do a week. And I'm like, oh, it's managing my time, my energy. You know, it helped me. So I didn't have to get into my savings. Right. I met people that ended up becoming my clients. Um, well, you know, and I left it. So I just would say, just right. reframe that, just to have it, just see, because I feel the main thing for you is you need to start making the connection. So you're not doing this all on your own, like the business. You know, it's it's. I just don't think I feel like it's too much. You know, you need helpers or a partner. Yes, definitely. And I don't want to do it all alone. I mean, I've been doing things on my own forever <laughs> and I'm ready to yeah. receive help. Well, you know, so. Yeah, then you got you to gotta get, and that's the thing on the earth plane, we can do a lot by visualization, but we also have to do applied action. So it's good to vision and right. visualize and dream and meditate. I guess that's what it is, is I'm just not, I'm just confused as like what my next step is, you know, and I think I just need to focus, like you said, like do the visualizations and just get into a high vibration and then take action. Cause right now I'm just confused. I'm like, should I be looking for a dog? Should I like be working on my business? I I don't know what, you know. Yes. You have to do both. Yeah. Right, right, right. It's like the the great idea people that work, you know, what was it? What was the guy? What's his name? Uh, Bill Gates worked at IBM. That was his menial job. and didn't like it. He ended up making it, doing his own company. So whatever it is, oh, yeah. I don't. It doesn't matter. Ice cream store. It doesn't matter. It's just going to help manage your energy, get some money into you, not stressing, and then you actively right. work. Oh, you may do something. I don't know, temporary, or you may find something within your field. That's another thing. But I definitely feel you need okay. to be around people that are in that field that you want to be in. And that's mm-hmm. where the connections Definitely. are going to be. So wherever okay. that's okay. going to be, you know, it's like the artist hangs out with artists or goes to the art camp, you know, or hangs out with the cafe where the artists and the right. poets are, or just then displays yeah. their art. You know what I'm saying? 
So you need to do right. the same. Otherwise, it's just staying hanging in the air. Stagnant. You know, in the mind, the mental. Yeah, it's a great right. idea in the mental realm, but you have to now ground it with some practical steps is what I'm hearing. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Thank you right, so much, Megan. Michelle, for all your You're beautiful welcome. insights. You're welcome. Keep us posted. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thank, you. you. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're so welcome. <laughs> Bye-bye. You're so welcome. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everyone, uh, it is time for our Awakening Dialogue, which we do at the second half of the program. We have a great guest on. We have Robin Sisman. Uh, she's the author of Loving Out Loud. She's an award-winning New York Times bestselling author and popular keynote speaker who's appeared in the media for over three decades, including NBC's Today Show, uh, which she's been on more than 30 times. Uh, you can check her out online by going to Robert. Sisman.com, and I'm going to give that to you, R-O-B-Y-N-S-P-I-Z-M-A-N.com, because I know a lot of you like to get the visual, the background info while you're listening to the interview, and her book that we're going to be diving into is Loving Out Loud, The Power of a Kind Word. Great title. Hello, Robin. Welcome to the program. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. So um, I was very intrigued by um, your your book, but first about the, t- the title um, and what it means, loving out loud. Um, obviously, the power of a kind word you know, is the tagline, but really want to dive into how you came about to write this book, what inspired you, you know, what was the need that you were seeing, as well as loving out loud what does that actually mean well you know lol has meant previously to many of us online laughing out loud you know all the different you know mm. kind of emoticons the the smiley face the thumbs up lol lots of love but my book loving out loud the lol is a significant way to better your life and I think that the, the mm-hmm. cause of this book and why it was written was a full awareness that how we deepen our relationships and bond with others and strengthen the manner in which we treasure each other and cherish each other and we feel adored in life really stems mm-hmm. from going first and understanding mm-hmm. whether you received a great deal of love as a child or perhaps now you wish to change the dynamic and, and love out loud because maybe that wasn't the environment you grew up in or, you know, you're an introvert or it's, you know, for you very difficult to share your feelings. But whatever that looks mm. like, loving out loud is not love in the romantic sense, but though it can be, it's really about mm-hmm. um, when you have a generous thought, not resisting it. When you have a kind deed you wish to do, to do it instead of just think it. And it's really acting upon that inner thought process of, of of something that's very positive, though it's not so easy all the time. And that's what this book, Loving Out Loud, mm-hmm. really addresses in a very step-by-step fashion. Mm-hmm. So is it possible that you brought up, you know, many people are, are healing, especially that live you know, what, listen to this program and trying to change the way that they live and have more love. It's always about love, um, even as career, job. 
So is it possible, let's say you didn't have a good example of love or a lot of love or, you know, unconditioned love growing up, how, is it possible and how is it possible to have that, to recognize that, I guess, and then to have that now in your life or years later in your life? Well, it's a very important question. Of course, there's serious problems the book can't solve. But in Loving Out Loud, mm-hmm. I interviewed hundreds of individuals from therapists to psychologists to experts in a variety of mediums. And I think when, one of the most significant things that I became more and more aware of as I wrote this book was that the manner in which we communicate and we talk to ourselves, it kind of begins in the morning when you look in the mirror and you say, Gosh, Robin, you look exhausted, tired, you know, you're worn out. It's, it's, you know, you've got challenges. Or I can look in the mirror and say, mm-hmm. you've got this, Robin. It's going to be a good day. Take one step at a time and get underwhelmed. So what's happened, though, is we are in such a fast-paced, hurried life. And, of course, if you're listening and you've got this totally, you know, oh, my gosh, you know, enormously long to-do list, I think what I'm asking you to revisit now, it's not not to take care of the to-dos, like you were giving that wonderful advice to the, the listener who you were speaking to and, and, and guiding her about what she needed to do and take action mm-hmm. on. But I think this is about, loving out loud is about expressing love is a way to better our lives and make a difference to someone else. And for someone who it's very difficult to do this or you weren't raised that way, if you look at loving out loud, it's a way to pay attention to someone who's doing something right, nice, kind, helpful. Then all of a sudden you start recognizing what's good in this world and what's what's going well in this world, in your world. And it starts to create a ripple of effect. You say, gosh, I, I appreciate the good job you did when someone serves you. And and you might leave a tip, but as you leave that tip, you also make eye-to-eye contact, learn their name, share their your thoughts, and, and let them know what they did so well. Last night, Jerome you know, waited on, on me at a dinner, and he explained to me a lot of people call mispronounce his name and they think it's Jeremy but it's really Jerome and he had a great smile and I said Jerome thanks for for really brightening our dinner tonight with your smile it's like a thousand watt smile and he said thank you I really needed that and he said you know people leave us tips all the time but sometimes just noticing how someone brightens your life for even a moment a stranger it's a good thing it's a good thing to love out loud Mm -hmm. so that's why I wrote this book. And of course, there were deeper reasons, but everyone right now listening can go first, focus on your to love list, not just your to do list, but the things you love mm-hmm. to do, sing, bake, dance, and the people you love, let them know you're thinking of them. And, and don't resist that generous thought. Mm-hmm. It sounds like to me also, uh, from respect into honoring, seeing people, you know, mm-hmm. respecting and honoring, like you were with Jerome, you know, like really acknowledging that this is a person in front of me, you know, and not just someone serving me or just kind of automated, you know, which I like what you oh, say that to, yeah. you know, to love list instead of to do. Um, what do you think that causes? I mean, by, let's say more of us are doing this that ripple effect 
um, uh, it causes a lot. And I, but yeah. I love the way you said yeah. honor, honor someone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as you said, you know, we wish to honor someone, and and people today feel isolated and invisible. Um, our teens mm-hmm. are worried about feeling left down and out of place. We have so many issues happening, and I think the goal now is um, Donna Markova, who wrote Random Acts of Kindness decades ago, one of the most profound books in the, the giving movement, the, the kindness revolution. Uh, she wrote the foreword of my book, and she really stated that where our attention goes, you know, um, things grow. So if you're attending to negative things, you get more negative. And you asked a wonderful question just now when you asked, you know, how does this affect others? Well, first of all, you know someone that makes your day just by being cheerful, just because they smiled and greeted you. Well, when your significant other or family member walks in the door and you're too busy, you're at your computer, you're on the phone, you're busy, what does it say to them? So what happens if you stop, you get up, and you create a tradition where you welcome them because they're home? That moment um, is is magical. And I think that we're losing these decencies. We're losing these little things that mm. add up to so much. And, and I think mm. that's what loving out loud has the power to do, but you have to go first. And that's where mm-hmm. you have to slow down, stop hurrying, stop worrying, and say, okay, this is all I have right now, the present. It's a gift, but gosh, you know, take a risk, make a new friend, call someone and go, I'd really love to get together with you. I did that with a new neighbor, and she said, I'm open to a kind and warm friendship. I'd love to go to lunch with you. And now we're close friends. And so oh, take a yeah. risk. Take us, yeah, it's just... You know, when children know how to ask to be friends, you know, will you be my friend? But we grow up, mm-hmm. we start worrying about rejection. And I think loving out loud, it, whether it's the law of averages or whether it's the fact that you bring the best of you to the rest of you, you know, notice what you enjoy doing and, and do a little more of it. And then maybe you love to garden, join a garden club. You love music, join the music club. Volunteer. Um at a pet shelter, a homeless shelter. But the connections you make can really make the difference in your life, not just in others. Mm-hmm. So part of what I'm hearing you saying is, is as you're doing more of what you love, living more how you love, it's easier to extend that out. Is that? Yes, because practice. It's, practice. It's example, example, ah, example. Okay. Example. And the example becomes, see, you know when you're going against your own current. So what I wanna what I wanna notice is let's say you have mm. a really good day. Well, why did you have a good day? Because you created it. It's not just that everything went right, it's you responded to things calmly, maybe peacefully, and when something went wrong, you know, you were were not so tough on yourself and you say, Okay, I'll try harder, I'll do better. But we also have to learn how to stop and apologize and and sometimes mm-hmm. apologize a few times if something was pretty significant. And we have to hear ourselves. Are you going to listen to me when I'm negatively correcting you all the time? Like you don't do this and you don't mm-hmm. do that. Or are you going to listen to me more when I meet you where you're at? Maybe you're, you're sensitive or the timing's bad. 
I think we just have to be more aware of our communication and loving out loud the power of a kind word. This book will change your life. One gentleman ordered Mm -hmm. 20 copies to give out to his family because he was um, challenged with memory loss and he wanted everyone to remember how much he loved them, but he wanted them to continue the circle of love within the family unit so that they knew that day by day, letting each other know how we love each other, building the relationship, valuing time with each other. This is a book that really breaks it down page by page. I can open the book to any page, read you one exercise, and you will have a meaningful day. Mm. Love that. Uh, Something you say in the book, slow down and connect. And I want you to expand on that because I myself made a decision years ago, and part of it was because I lived in Europe, and I find that in Europe it's more this way. But I I did not want to be so busy or hectic in my day that I couldn't connect with people or, like, you know, say thank you or, you know, not rushing with trying to get the parking space. And, you know, although obviously that happens sometimes, but pretty much – it's, I set my pace or tone of my day that I can at least say, hi, how are you? Or, you know, not be fidgety of the person in front of me at the market and, you know, upset and can't you go sooner and this and that. Um, how important is that? Because I was surprised when you said this slow down and connect. It, you, you seem to really stress this idea of slowing down. And how important is that and what does that mean? What, what are some ways people can do this? Sure. First of all, it means everything. Anyone listening who's running at 1,000 miles an hour knows they make errors, they're disorganized, Mm. they lose things, they might make it, you know, they're more accident prone. There's a lot of things when we're trying to multitask our minds, our emotions. And so when we slow down, we take a deep breath and we really Mm -hmm. recognize that, that, that life's moving around us. And we don't have to enter into everything that's challenging, difficult, or negative. We can choose to re- respond and use our energy positively. And I think what that really means is it doesn't mean not being loving and kind, but, but choosing where you wish to disagree, where you wish to give your opinion when it's not warranted, and how you insert yourself Some of us insert ourselves with me, 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 look at me, you know, others of us Mm -hmm. love out loud and we show interest in others instead of being interesting ourselves, which is really wonderful to do and feels great. But when you're interested in someone else, they get a turn. And I think that's why when we think about raising kinder children, for example, there's an entire chapter in Loving Out Loud about being a kinder finder and about noticing what Mm. people do right. And my daughter, when she was Mm. three, I appointed her CEO of the thank you company. And her job was to hire pretend company, you know, um, but to hire Mm -hmm. all the kind people to be in her company. And she learned how to speak to adults and say, you're hired for my thank you company. And they'd smile like, you know, from ear to ear and, and this little three-year-old, then four, then five, really grew up understanding what it looks like to be helpful to someone. And so her little mm-hmm. thank you company had tons of people that just were doing kind deeds, being helpful, 
uh, doing their job, a little, a little going that extra mile. And so I think what's happened now, and she's an amazing, amazing adult now, and I think what happens in our lives is because we're so busy, uh, we forget how we move through um, other, through that, that checkout line at the grocery store. Are you impatient and mm-hmm. you can't even stand still for two minutes? So I mm-hmm. think we have to slow down for the betterment of, of everyone, but we are able to keep up with ourselves so much more beautifully. And life feels a little less stressed as a result. And stress is totally, the research has shown when you are thoughtful, when you express gratitude, when you slow down and move at a pace that's manageable, your body follows in a better way. Um, So I just think Mm -hmm. we can love out loud, notice that, gosh, you know, when I was listening to you talk and you were helping someone, I, I could hear the joy in you as you, mm. you know, you, you, you closed the, the show at the at the end of it. And I think you enjoyed the giving as much as she enjoyed the receiving and the reciprocity yeah. was so there. It was just, you know, it's magical. And I think that's, that's a great life to know when you connect with someone because you helped them. And sometimes we do the lifting, and other times we need the lifting. And everybody mm-hmm. needs turns. Yeah. You have to learn how to receive as well as give. Mm-hmm. And that's loving out loud. And it's very powerful mm-hmm. how sisters and brothers and families are loving out loud and creating stronger bonds and making each other's lives better. It's pretty pow- It's really mm-hmm. very powerful. I agree because I, I do feel like, how we treat ourselves and then each other around us, it, it somehow radiates out. And so if people can, you know, treat each other more kindly and just honoring and just take that time, I think there'll be less problems, less issues, less focus on lack, scarcity, because you'll, you'll feel connected, you know, even if it's in that moment at the market or something, you'll feel, you know, part of humanity. I feel like the other behavior is very isolating. And I think you mentioned that earlier, the isolation. I think that's probably, yeah, in our society, pretty crippling. Um, But think about this for a minute. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Please go ahead. Well, I was going to say, we're called humankind, humans being kind. Oh, wow. But where's it gone? Yeah. Where's it gone? So humankind, if we go back to who who we're born to be, we're born to be humans being kind, humankind, where does it come from? And what can we do mm-hmm. about it? Yeah, and there seems to be this push or pull little by little. You called it the, the, the kindness moving, movement, right? It's kindness and giving. There does seem to be at least pockets of individuals that want more of this, that want to go back to that, to live that way, to have that be valued. Do you see Absolutely. that? Do you see but, that there, there yeah. is gaining traction or people, you know, maybe rethinking their life so they can be kinder? Well, I'll tell you, this is amazing that, you know, you asked. I do believe that we're, we're, our society is very aware of, of how we don't want to be. 
how we don't want to bully mm-hmm. and we don't want to be inappropriate and we want to build relationships as a society. But within our own family units and friends, there's so much discontent and conflicts and personal, you know, mm-hmm. dramas mm-hmm. and trauma that we have to look at first our own lives. We have to start with mm. our own corners of the world. You are in what city are you in? Where are uh, you? Me? Well, what right now I'm, I'm in um, Los Angeles. I'm in Topanga. I'm in the mountains right now. Very but good. I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm in, across yeah. the United States in Atlanta, Georgia. So south, oh, you know, okay. like here we are. Yeah, so so I think what's happened is no matter where we are in the world, is think about the friendliest places you go, where you are, and then you think, well, being friendly is something that happens to you. See, it's not. If you start right now being friendly, you make the world Mm -hmm. a friendlier place for someone else. Well, think about that. But if you go, well, no one Mm -hmm. looks at each other, they're, you know, in a rush, in a hurry, well, so are you. Well, mm-hmm. so how do you go first? And I think that's the one thing I'm always asked kind of what's the one thing I, I wish to impart from loving out loud. I think it's show up, lift up, you know, never give up. And, and mm-hmm. certainly there are times when you've done all you can in a relationship and it simply does not work. However, if you really give the gift of listening and you understand life from your point of view, but not not just your point of view, from someone else. They call it four eyes, my eyes and your mm. eyes put together, four eyes. If we understand how a subject matter could be seen from the four eyes versus just mine or yours, we start looking for our commonalities, and we're, we have so much alike versus just mm-hmm. the obvious. And You know, you get to know someone, and you think, wow, I I really didn't even know you before, and I feel this connection, and I just can see us being great friends. And the truth is we all have a story, but we don't give each other Mm. enough time sometimes to learn the story. Loving Out Loud Mm. says, I'm going to be listening. And I'd love love to know Mm. a little more about your story. What made you you go into radio and, and awaken individual souls and spirits what moved you um my higher self or inner guidance um i did come from a media background well actually i taught school i taught school and then i was in modeling and acting uh for many years and this was a a pastime or a hobby i actually had a tv show called fashion and beauty um, so I was wow. immediate and then I, yeah. And then I thought, well, I want to do more of this and reach more people. I love the podcast because it's international, you know, it reaches so many yes. people and people can read, watch and listen. Um, so that's, yeah, it was really kind of how I was raised very spiritual and I was intuitive since birth, psychic since birth. And then I, my mid twenties, I thought, oh, I really want to develop this more. I want to learn more about this. And then through the interest and just kind of following my bliss, like Joseph Campbell says, you know, follow your bliss and listen, which, um, yeah, that is that love. What do you love doing that you talk about so much? Uh, Which to me, Robin, seems to be like a big game changer, what you're suggesting, because there's two, you know, you really are suggesting that, you said earlier, it starts with us. 
this may be an example of that, you know, follow your bliss, what you love. Um, how does somebody have the courage? Because sometimes it's not just feeling rejected by others, but life, you know, there could be this fear. Can I really extend out this way? You know, whether it's to another person or career, can I have more of what I love? You know, can I do more of what I love? Well, in reverence to, you know, engaging in life in a more proactive way and giving up your fears until you meet fears. I don't, sometimes we don't even know what fears are. And then somehow, mm-hmm. you know, today's fear looks like a piece of cake compared to the next thing that happens to us. You know, That's life true. is a series <laughs> of, yeah, life is a series of hits and misses and trials and tries and trying again and going back in there tomorrow's a new day. We have to realize that every day we wake up, it's a good day, number one. Um, that was, came from a quote from a, a very profound, um, um, you know, hero in a story written by Heather Morris. And he said, you know, if, if you wake up, it's a good day. And the bottom line that mm-hmm. I want to say is just that it takes time and it takes work and it <laughs> takes own awareness to move towards the bliss, Joseph Campbell, to move in the direction. It takes the willingness to say, you know, I'm all in. I'm going to make this go mm-hmm. round in this life of mine, this beautiful, precious life of mine. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to try to do a little better, a little piece at a time. And then to really be aware what you're doing. Because sometimes we do things habitually, and we don't stop mm-hmm. and say that takes, you know, retraining one's habits, um, mm-hmm. not saying hello, uh, you, you, everywhere you go, just, you know, you're looking down, get on an elevator, make no eye contact. And then there's that person that just smiles and says, good morning. And then you think, wow, mm-hmm. they're brave. But we have mm-hmm. to brave, we have to brave life a little braver and then remember there's so many brave people out there doing an amazing job. They might be facing an illness or hard times. You know, they're my heroes. Um, they they work mm. so hard to get through difficult times. So loving out loud, it's not Pollyanna or wearing rose-covered glasses. It's not saying um, you're not going to have difficult times or feel down sometimes. Or, But it's really recognizing that if we ask for help, we really do ourselves an enormous favor. We let someone else have the opportunity to do the lifting, and we let someone know, wow, you know, I need help. And I need help are three words that are very difficult for people to say, and a lot of people have a hard time saying, I love you. I say I love you. Mm-hmm. When I hang up for my friends, I say I love you. Um, and I, it, it, it's not awkward. It's not. It's not like, you know, Oh, she's such, you know, emotionally available, you know, a woman of so many words. And no, what it really is, is that's what I feel. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to share it. I'm not going to keep it in my my own, you know, heart. I'm going to let my heart smile and then share it out loud. And so I'm raising my grandchildren, you know, I'm teaching them to love me out loud because I love them out loud. And what does that look like? Mm. Well, I taught them how to love a book. I have an I Love You library Mm -hmm. with, you know, 30 books that are beloved books um, for children, and they take one at a time. They they respect the page. We don't color on it. We don't rip it. We don't tear it. 
mm-hmm. we put the book back before we take out another one. And we thank it for a phenomenal time. We enjoyed it so much. Mm-hmm. So when you start moving through the world appreciating, just think about the page in a book. Then children start realizing we're, each one of us is a page, right, in a book. And it's our life. It's our life story. But we have to teach respect for things that um, have a life of their own and each other. Mm-hmm. And what does that look like? Um, a pet, how do we, you know, teach a child to love out loud a pet and not pull its tail or, or you know, approach it um, and scare it? Um, so it's really the the um, opportunity to connect. Aren't we just connecting? And we're just connecting mm-hmm. better by loving out loud. And when you read this book, um, I can tell you that it's life-changing because it's changed my life. Mm-hmm. I can bet. I mean, I can feel it in your energy and your voice. It's like you're connected. And it sounds like by everything that you're sharing, this loving out loud, you're more connected to life and to people. So it probably seems like probably seems less scary. You know, you're, you're proactive in the life um, instead of, you know, skirting from it or, you know, shying away. From well, it. life's going to happen to me. So, how do I happen mm-hmm. to life? It's a very interesting mm-hmm. thing when I realized today, let's say yesterday I was out of sorts. I wasn't at my best. I might have been short, you know, tempered or a little, you know, a little, you know, edgy. And um, and so today's a new day. Do I want to be that same person? You know, I got the lesson. I think what this is about mm-hmm. is is truly, of course, embedded in history is do you get the lesson? Um, Mm -hmm. If something goes wrong, what did you learn from it? What will you do differently? And sometimes instead of having a knee-jerk response to something, when someone says something and you feel they're wrong, you're right. I mean, do you want to, first of all, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? So Mm -hmm. if you choose happy, you're more willing to hear maybe how you affected someone else. That was their experience and they're entitled to it. And then you could explain, perhaps asking for the gift of listening, as a psychologist suggests in my book, Loving Out Loud, and ask for the gift of listening. And if they say yes, they've given you permission, and then say, you know, when I acted that way, I'd like to tell you what was going on. I apologize. I'm so sorry. But when it was happening, I was incorrect to to raise my voice, but that was a difficult day. Here's why, but it won't happen again. I will be better aware of it. Thank you for pointing that mm-hmm. out. I think that the the bottom line here is listen to someone else's feelings and look at what you'll learn. It's right in front of you. Mm-hmm. So don't make people scared to tell you the truth because then they'll upset you because then they're going to avoid you and they're going to harbor feelings. So this is just a new way to approach your day, loving out loud, the power of a kind word, go to New World Library. They also publish Joseph Campbell. I'm in very good company. Yes. Yes, you are. And we had Mark on. Yes, I am. They're a wonderful publisher devoted to making a difference in the world like your show. And your show's devoted to. Yeah, and yes. I was just saying, the owner, Mark Allen, he's been on a few times. And he was on, I think, a few weeks ago. Uh, cool. The owner, you know, of New he's World, amazing. Founder. Yeah. 
Yeah, we need more books like this. I mean, I feel that people do need not just the guidance, but permission, like, okay, this is, you know, not only beneficial and helpful, and you'll live better, but it's, because I think there's a prevailing kind of notion, a handbook in a sense, out there kind of, you know, get ahead, move, you know, you don't know that person, so just, you don't need to say hi, you know, this kind of roughness that sometimes gets promoted, you see it even on certain TV or social media. There's definitely this side aspect as well. But I think it gives people permission and also shows, well, this isn't, you know, soft as can be good. There could be strength in the vulnerability and the kindness, you know. Um, Absolutely. That, right? And if what I'm hearing you say, not having to get your way, you know, it's not always a win-lose. It, it, there, it's, there's a bigger, bigger game, bigger picture. Well, it, it, there is a there is a bigger picture. The the picture you envision, the way you want the world to be, um, is what you might do about it. So you can dream and you can hope, and those are important. But actions, taking actions, like you said earlier in your previous show, putting putting a idea in action that makes the world a better, brighter, smarter, kinder place takes an energy, you know, um, and your energy can be utilized. Even if, let's say, when we hang up from this interview, everyone listening, call one person who will appreciate a call from you. Um, You're overdue. You're belated. You knew someone was ill. Just leave them a message and say, you don't have to call Mm -hmm. me back, but if I called you every time I thought of you, you might be sick of me calling. I'd be calling all day long. So you know they're going to listen to the message. So treat your words, honor your words, treat them with respect. So when you let them out of your mouth into the world, wouldn't it be wonderful if we just did it and it made people feel better and people feel less stressed and people feel a little more loved and appreciated and respected? Mm-hmm. It'd just be a, a better place to be. And we can make that happen. I do believe it. I really do. I'm mm-hmm. convinced that we're mm-hmm. we're all capable of doing that. So Scrooge, look out, because here comes loving out loud. That's right. That's right. Well, it sounds That's like it. it because it, all, it it sounds like in your book that you you're giving small steps, things that people can apply bit by bit, you know, and then of course it will get easier. You know, I think in the book you also have negativity, you know, the advice from moving on from negative thinking, you know. I think you call it a well, habit. I love changing that. a habit. One, one coffee shop put a sign out front in a rack, and it said, are you cold? Take one. It was It's a rack of jackets. And then it said, do you want to help? Leave one. So it was kindness mm. when no one was looking. And it was just a, you know, kind of a, a really beautiful, um, a, a really beautiful little story. So we have stories all over the place, right? We do. We have stories all over the place, and of people doing really good, kind, wonderful things. It's just the question begs: What are you doing to make the world a better place? What are you doing to remind your family the joy of the season? is that we're together 
And are you together mm-hmm. busy and trying to, you know, serve everyone a meal or are you together? You talking about loved mm-hmm. ones who might not be here now. Um, you know, it's what everyone's thankful for. You know, how are you raising your family? Are you raising their spirits or are you just in a rush and a hurry? And you're getting to a lot of places. But are you really bonding? Perfect book for the holidays. Perfect book, Robin, for the holidays. Gift idea, but also to have that awareness during the holidays to be present and, you know, as you say, slow down and connect, you know, recognize the power to make a positive impact on people. So that's what a great book. And I think very timely. It's coming out now. Thank you. Really timely message. So thank you so much for being on the program. Um, really loved having you on, and um, people in the chat have just been loving this thing. Thank you, Tammy Singh. Thank you, Robin and Michelle. This is such a fun and uplifting conversation. Love being here. Yeah, I did it well. well. It's my thank you so much, pleasure. Robin. You're a gift. You're a gift to radio, and you have a wonderful holiday. You too. Take good care. All right, that was Robin Sisman, and um, we were talking about her amazing book, Loving Out Loud, The Power of a Kind Word. And um, I do really think it is timely for the holiday season. I mean, pretty amazing. What a time. And you know how I'm big in sacredness and honoring. Uh, Anyway, Loving Out Loud, The Power of a Kind Word. If you want to connect with her more, you can go to robinsisman.com, Sisman or Sisman. R-O-B-Y-N-S-P-I-Z-M-A-N.com. And also, if you want to connect with me further, um, soulplayground.life, you know, sign up, get the blog. I'll be doing a teleworkshop. Um, not really a workshop, it's a session, a healing. Connecting through the quantum field teleworkshop, uh, which will be on Saturday the 21st. So if you're interested in that, um, you can email me. It'll be on the website, um, I think, in the end of this week um, also. And definitely connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, and also, for sure, for sure, for sure, my YouTube channel, Soul Insights with Michelle Mache. And say, hey, if you do, you listen, leave me a comment, let me know you were there, let me know how you're doing, and, of course, Keep coming back to Awakenings every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific time. It's always great to connect with all of you. You really um, brighten my day. You're a bright point. I do love connecting with everyone. So as always, continue to shine your light, share your insights, and of course, keep awake. I'm getting woke and staying woke. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings Group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you